Hey, it's Zach here, and super quick before we dive into the show. If you haven't already, I want to make sure that you have subscribed to my free weekly Case of the Mondays newsletter, because it is where I share my best advice, strategies, and mindsets to help you design a creative career that you absolutely love showing up for every Monday morning. When you sign up, I'll even send you a bonus five-day email course to help you clarify and prioritize the next small steps in your unique path to success. To sign up, just visit optimizeyourself.me slash newsletter. All right, on to today's episode. My name is Zach Arnold, and I'm a former Hollywood film and television editor turned career strategist and the creator of Optimize Yourself, where I help artists, creatives, and storytellers just like you design the more balanced, more sustainable, and more fulfilling creative career that you deserve. In a nutshell, I'm Tim Ferriss meets Ted Lasso, minus the mustache, because I am obsessed with both learning everything I can about optimizing human potential while also inspiring you to realize yours. If you are ready to step outside your comfort zone, let's dive right in and unlock the optimized version of you. Hello, and welcome to the Optimize Yourself podcast, where I share honest and candid conversations with best-selling authors, world-class athletes, Hollywood legends, elite experts in a variety of fields, as well as everyday people that are achieving extraordinary things. It means the world to me that with all the podcast choices out there, you have chosen to invest your valuable time, energy, and attention with me. Now, before we get started, don't forget to visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast so you can subscribe, leave a review, and so you can also download your unique customized podcast playlist where I'm gonna send you the five best expert interviews from our archives to help you achieve your specific goals. So on that note, without further ado, let's get right to today's guest. Hello, and welcome to a special episode of the Optimize Yourself podcast, where I read my articles out loud so you have the opportunity to get up out of your chair and walk and get out into the real world while you listen instead of read. So the following is a reading of the following article, the seven red flags that you might be burned out or you're already headed there, which is available at optimizeyourself.me slash burnout. Burnout is at epidemic proportions, regardless of what you do for a living. And yes, I dare to use the word epidemic, given that we live in a frightening, almost post-COVID reality. Because quite frankly, COVID has a lot to do with the fact that as many as 52% of people across a variety of different industries consider themselves burned out. And over 67% of those same people believe that burnout is worse than before the pandemic. I argue, however, that the number of people currently burned out is far beyond 52% for one simple reason. As best-selling author and productivity expert and one who has graced this podcast not once but twice, Greg McEwen states, there are two kinds of people in the world, those who are burned out and those who know that they are burned out. I venture to say the number of people actually experiencing burnout is much closer to 100% right now because... We are all just fucking over it. Nothing is what it used to be. All of our routines have changed. If you are working from home, if you're back to the office or you're working hybrid, expectations are higher than ever. Deadlines have somehow become even more intense. Everything is more expensive, but we're not getting paid anymore. And most importantly, we now possess something incredibly dangerous that will no longer allow us to go back to our pre-pandemic reality. Perspective. Fortunately, or unfortunately, depending on where you stand in the ignorance is bliss debate, the pandemic allowed us to hit the reset button and experience even for a brief moment what is truly important to us and how much of those things were missing from our lives before. 
Regardless of how much we have been enjoying our time at the dinner table or putting our kids to bed or being able to sleep or not having to commute anymore, we are all just expected to go back to quote unquote normal, which by the way, wasn't working at all because the mega global corporations around the world have decided enough is enough. It is back to work in the office for you. I've got a multitude of resources from a multitude of large companies like Tesla, Apple, Google, Goldman Sachs, and more that are forcing people back to the office. All those links are available at optimizeyourself.me slash burnout. Now, if you think that burnout is an epidemic now, just wait five years. Severance is going to be in Apple TV's nonfiction category if we don't do something about this now. FYI, burnout is not binary. As a self-proclaimed workaholic, I have battled my entire career with burnout, anxiety, and major depressive disorder. All three are essentially in the Type A High Achiever Starter Kit that I received along with a special bonus prize of adult-onset ADHD. So what you're reading about below is not derived from a multitude of academic research, although much of this can be backed by science and medical professionals. This is simply from my very own and very recent personal experience. What I've learned from my many past experiences with burnout is that it isn't binary, i.e. you aren't fine one day and then completely burned out the next. It lives on a much broader and almost invisible spectrum. You can think you're fine one day and continue convincing yourself that nothing is wrong for weeks or even months, and then suddenly you are unavoidably and entirely burned out. However, it is possible to develop and hone a much keener awareness of your mental and physical state such that you can identify the signs much earlier and be more proactive about not letting things reach the point of boiling water. The more awareness that I've developed over the years, the more quickly I've been able to identify when it is time to slow things down or even take a break. Until recently, it had been over five years since I even questioned whether or not I was experiencing any form of burnout. And this in itself is a huge victory because that burnout for me had been an ongoing battle occurring almost on a yearly basis. But similar to many other forms of addictions, I am never going to be a recovered workaholic. I will always consider myself a recovering workaholic. Through my own experiences with burnout for the last 15 plus years, below is my list of warning signs that I've come up with to better manage my mental health as a high-performing creative professional. My sincerest apologies for the interruption, but if you're a creative professional who spends long hours at your workstation, not only is the following promo not an interruption, but listening has the potential to change your life. Because working with a topo mat underneath you at a height adjustable workstation is a game changer. Let's learn a little bit more from ErgoDriven co-founder and CEO, Kit Perkins, creator of the topo mat. The topo mat is the first anti-fatigue mat designed specifically for standing desks. The real benefit of a standing desk is movement. We found bringing in this cushioned terrain under your feet, your brain just subconsciously engages and you wander around and you get that movement at the standing desk that you need without even having to think about it at all. People will come to me at an event or a panel and they'll say, I got the topo mat because of you. Even when they had a mat, once they used this one, it was a total game changer. We've just heard time and time again that with topo, we've kind of hit the sweet spot that it's the right premium quality materials and a right shape that people are actually getting benefit out of this stuff. You spend more time here than anywhere if you do creative work the way that I do. So I would rather be driving around in a Ferrari than a Ford Pinto. And I feel like this is the Ferrari of the standing mat. One of the things you don't realize is that at a standing desk, your main interface to the world, your body's main interface to the world is the ground. If you're gonna invest in anything at that Ferrari level, 
it should be what you're standing on. Well, my goal is that for anybody that is a creative professional like myself, that's stuck in front of a computer for inordinate amounts of time of their waking life, they're doing it standing on a topo mat. So uh, you and I, my friend, one edit station at a time are going to change the world. I like it. That's a utopian vision I can get on board with. If you're a creative professional looking for a simple and affordable way to stay active, energetic, and focused while spending long hours at your height adjustable workstation, I can't stress enough how important it is to have the right mat underneath you, which is why I continue to share the Topo Mat as my number one product recommendation. To learn more about the Topo Mat and purchase yours, visit optimizeyourself.me slash topo. That's T-O-P-O. So here again are seven red flags that you might be burned out or even worse. Now, to be clear, I am not saying that you have to experience all seven of these to consider yourself burned out, but here's a general guideline. If you are experiencing one or two of the symptoms that I mentioned, there's a possibility that you might be walking the path towards burnout. If you are experiencing three to five, the chances are extremely high you are already burned out or you will be soon. And if you are experiencing more than five of the symptoms that I'm gonna talk about, it's time to admit that you are burned out or even worse. Now here's a very quick health disclaimer. I am not a doctor, a psychologist, or a licensed medical professional in any context whatsoever. All the things that I'm discussing are simply signs of burnout and depression that I have personally experienced in the past, as well as my students. These are not a formal diagnosis of any condition, and if you feel that you need help and support, which by the way, I highly encourage, please consult with trained psychological and medical professionals. I am not your doctor, I am not your therapist, and I am not your guru. Number one, it is impossible to catch up on rest and sleep, i.e. you are always exhausted. I have been called sleep's number one hype man more than once, and I have interviewed some of the world's foremost experts on the importance of sleep. But I know that as soon as sleep becomes a chore and I wake up exhausted, even when I've slept all night, burnout is waiting for me around the corner. No matter how much you try to sleep it off or how many quick naps you desperately sneak in during the day, you simply can't catch up. Ever. And even after one or several good nights sleep, you are still in a hole, you are exhausted all the time, and it feels like you're never going to climb back out. In short, if, quote unquote, I just need a good night's sleep isn't cutting it anymore, you might be burned out. Number two, you're losing or you have already lost passion for your creative work or outside activities that you used to enjoy. I absolutely love the creative work that I do, and time stops when I am in the zone. Whether it's editing a kick-ass karate tournament or training montage for Cobra Kai, writing an article like this one, building an online course, or coaching my students to success, I rarely, if ever, experience a case of the Mondays, except when I'm burned out. Once that happens, it even extends beyond the workday where every activity outside of my job, whether it's training for American Ninja Warrior, spending time with my kids, reading, or even desperately trying to relax, Everything feels like it's sure and it exhausts me. If you find that you struggle to complete the kinds of creative work that you used to love, or moreover, if outside hobbies and activities, time with family and friends, or other passions that you used to enjoy are now simply another thing on your calendar that is sapping your will to live, you might be burned out. Number three, you stop adhering to your regular routines, even the ones that you enjoyed, and you instead seek escapism. 
I have spent over 15 years learning about habit formation from the world's best, building habit after habit, such that through small, actionable steps, I can achieve just about any goal that I set as long as I give plenty of time for sustainable progress. But I know that I'm in trouble when my habitual routines disappear from my calendar. When I forgo my morning routine for sleeping in as long as humanly possible, when I consistently skip exercise, and when my evening routine becomes a wasteland of just one more episode on Netflix, usually accompanied with a glass of wine or four, I know that I'm slowly sinking into the quicksand of burnout. Whatever your daily routines might be, Whether you run three days a week, hike with your friends every other Saturday, read your favorite science fiction before bed, write five pages in the morning before you start your day, if you find that you are skipping some or all of your favorite routines, and more importantly, if you avoid those things by instead escaping into your phone, mindless television, food, alcohol, drugs, or other unhealthy distractions, you might be burned out. Number four. Very doable, seemingly simple tasks now feel overwhelming and you are constantly in survival mode. When it comes to being productive and getting things done, I do not consider myself an expert, and I hate that word in its most commonly used context, but I can roll with the best names in productivity. Let's just say that I manage a pretty badass calendar that rivals some top Fortune 500 CEOs. I am both extremely efficient and effective with how I use my time, my energy, and my attention, except when I'm burned out. I know that I am burned out when everything becomes a thing, and I feel like I am living in what I call productivity survival mode. Seemingly simple tasks that take as little as two minutes feel overwhelming, and when I am constantly bombarded with them one after another after another throughout my day, I seriously just can't. It's as if the only reason I'm alive is to put out other people's fires, most of which I didn't start, by the way. I never get any time for my own creative work and I am just over it. If you are staring down the barrel of a to-do list that is causing you to reconsider your life's work, if seemingly simple tasks feel like pushing a boulder up a mountain, or if every simple request from coworkers, your boss, or your spouse conjures up one simple thought, I simply cannot take on one more thing, then you might be burned out. I have spent almost 10 years now raving about how much I love my topo mat, and I have finally discovered what I now consider the topo mat of desk chairs, the Core 360. The Core 360, spelled Q-O-R, is designed to keep me constantly moving while seated in an upright and balanced position. To learn more about how it works, let's hear from Core 360 founder, Dr. Turner Osler, about why he created the Core 360 active sitting chair. When you sit badly, you sit badly for many hours a day. And that's really what the problem is. It's very hard to make yourself get up and do jumping jacks every half hour. But if you just swap to a chair that requires you to be muscularly engaged in order not to fall off, it's an easy bar to clear. For the procrastinators out there who hear all of the statistics and know how bad sitting is and it's the new smoking and they're thinking, that's something I'll worry about in a few decades, you're gonna feel the effects of having more energy at two o'clock in the afternoon or four o'clock in the afternoon that day. And that's the whole point. Your core muscles will be stronger. You'll have less back pain. All of this will make you more available for the rest of the pursuits of your life, your kids, your hobbies, your whatever. For those of us who need to practically live in front of computers to do our best creative work, the Core 360 is going to level up your game. Keep your body moving and keep the creativity flowing. 
To learn more and purchase what I consider to be the topo mat of desk chairs, please go to optimizeyourself.me slash core360. That's optimizeyourself.me slash QOR360. Number five. You become irritable, short, or even downright rude with everyone around you. And yes, this includes Slack. I work from home about 98% of the time now, so family interruptions have simply become a part of my regular creative routine. I accept them, I expect them, and I plan for them. But even so, when my kids need help with their homework, which by the way is the whole reason I want to work from home in the first place, or my wife wants to tell me about her day, or she needs help with something, and I suddenly become overly anxious, irritable, or downright rude, I know something's not right. So whether it's your coworkers, your boss, your friends, your family, your spouse, your kids, your dog, or your cat, if it has become a common pattern that any interruptions, simple requests, additions to your daily to-do list, or even just pleasant conversations cause you to grump up and push everyone away with your sour attitude and your snappy replies, and yes, even over Slack or Microsoft Teams, you might be burned out. Number six, your health deteriorates and your personal hygiene completely goes to shit. All right, this one is kind of embarrassing to admit, but one of the most obvious red flags of burnout for me was realizing that I would routinely forget to brush my teeth every single day. Thanks to working from home and to masks, it was easy for me to come up with what I thought were legitimate excuses for why brushing my teeth was no longer necessary. But the most obvious excuse that I would use to skip it was because I was just too busy and I always felt rushed. Furthermore, as an amateur athlete, I routinely monitor my general health, my heart rate variability, my weight, and my body fat percentage. And for me, when the number on the scale creeps up despite all of my training, that is a huge red flag that something isn't right. And when I was younger and I was burned out or depressed, I would lose unhealthy amounts of weight quickly. So just keep in mind, this one is going to be very personal to every individual. To put it simply, if you're not taking care of your own basic hygiene enough that other people start noticing, or if your weight, your body shape, or your general energy levels rapidly deteriorate beyond what is normal fluctuations, you might be burned out. Number seven, you can no longer summon creative ideas or solve creative challenges. And if you're forced to do so, it is agonizing. Here's the biggest red flag of all for me. I am being paid to be creative and solve complex problems, but I just can't. Staring at an empty timeline or a blank page or a Trello board literally creates a bowling ball sized pit in my stomach and it feels like I'm standing at base camp looking up at Mount Everest. I know that I need to approach my work just one small step at a time, but I simply can't see the forest for the trees. I stare at the sky for creative inspiration and all I come up with is a desire to take a nap. I'm no longer able to hear the best music choices in my head for an epic montage while I'm watching my footage, so I end up doing nothing and I feel like a total failure. If performing the complex creative tasks of the job that you worked so hard to earn now feels like drudgery, and moreover, if you feel resentment towards your work, or even worse, your coworkers, for stealing the passion that you used to have for your craft, you're probably burned out. The first law of holes. If you're not familiar with the first law of holes, it's pretty simple. When you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. If this is where you find yourself as you listen to this article and you are pretty convinced that you are experiencing burnout, what's next? I've written a follow-up article that I've titled The Seven Ways to Dig Yourself Out of the Hole of Burnout, but the first and most important step of all 
is that you must acknowledge the burnout is in fact real. You are not making this up. You don't just need to get some sleep. You absolutely don't just have to suck it up and get the work done. And most importantly, please remember this. You are not broken. It is the system that is broken. Thank you so much for listening to the reading of my article, The Seven Red Flags That You Might Be Burned Out or You're Headed There, which once again is available at optimizeyourself.me burnout. Lastly, stay safe, healthy, and sane, and most importantly, be well. One last thing before I lose you. If you haven't already, I want to make sure that you subscribe to my free weekly Case of the Mondays newsletter because it is where I share my best advice, strategies, and mindsets to help you design a creative career that you absolutely love showing up for every Monday morning. When you sign up, I'm even going to send you a bonus five-day email course to help you clarify and prioritize the next small steps in your unique path to success. To sign up, just visit optimizeyourself.me newsletter, and I will see you in your inbox.